We here at No True Bill hereby fully incorporate by reference our disclaimer from season one. Thank you and stay blessed. You know what it is. This is Joe. And Cheryl. And I'm Ray. And this is No True Bill. Welcome, and on this episode of No True Bill, we discuss the terrible disappearance and mystery of Brittany Drexel. Hope you enjoy. Are you ready for it? Dude, I'm ready. Is I'm, oh, ready? you're going to tell I'm, us I'm a story. I'm excited. Yes, please yeah, tell us a story. Tell a story. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, that is cool because it's come it's come back around and you'll figure it all out. Uh, this is a story about a young lady named Brittany Drexel, uh, which is a cool name. Problem though is how sh- they spell Brittany. I'm not okay with. Um, <laughs> you have personal opinions. I do. About I have personal opinions about how you spell a name, especially you know a lot of people do made up names, um, and then when folks do a normal name spelled differently it just bothers me i don't know um i agree it, b-r-i-t-t-a-n-e-e Brittany. also they did the opposite of what a lot of people started to do for a hot minute which was add wise in for every other like, uh, they are like britney no wise no wise take them all out huh okay i've never heard that one so uh we're fixing to talk about 2009 mm-hmm. um Brittany Drexel in 2009 is 17 years old and uh, I should start. She's from a town called Chi Lai, New York. It looks like Chile. Don't say Chile. It's pronounced Chi Lai. Okay. Uh, Chi Lai is in Monroe County, New York, sir, uh, way up north. It is a suburb of Rochester and uh, as of 2018 had a population of 28,540. Where is this in relation to Orange County? Does she know the Tuttles? Is she on American Choppers? Uh, no. Or whatever. <laughs> the show's called. <laughs> I just know they're kind of upstate. I don't they, know. I, yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was just really, I had to Google the stats for you, the demo. Uh, yes, thank you. So she was 17 years old and she was had an interesting situation. So she, for most of her life, did not know her biological father. She had been raised since infancy by her mother and her stepdad, Chad. Um, I don't like where this is going. So so her biological father had recently come back into her life. I'm saying, I think it was um, within the past year. So at 16 years old, she gets to meet and slowly start to to try to get to know her dad, who lives elsewhere in in the country. I think she like flew down to see him and stayed with him, and uh, which was cool. But Things were not going particularly good for Brittany in 2009. Um, she was going through some stuff at home. Her mom and stepdad, who was, you know, was essentially her dad, had raised her. They had separated 
uh, Chad had moved out and uh, that was causing some stress on her in her teenage years. Um, She had a boyfriend. I want to say his name was John. um, Just boyfriend drama, breaking up, getting together. And she seemed to be hmm, starting to make some poor decisions. You know what I mean? Uh, Rebelling a little bit. Um, She was a, a beautiful gal. She had a her eye was messed up. She had some kind of eye thing over the left eye. And so she wore these contacts that helped, I guess, from what I read, it helped keep her left eye from wandering a bit, right? But they were <laughs> so also colored. She was a pretty mad eye is what you're saying? Well, right. Well, that's the thing. And, okay. Then these contacts were like colored and they were like just a punch you in your soul blue. And so like it actually made her like just look breathtaking in my opinion like when you look at her and it's because it's just the weird way that the contacts played off of i don't know really really pretty girl um so she had a lot of attention from the boys but she had this john guy that she was on and off again with for a long time and her grades were not doing good she was getting in trouble here and there she um so is she you might have said is she a junior in high school um i want to say senior senior yeah, junior, senior, one, one of the two, junior or senior. She may have been senior, actually, because um, around about April of 2009 is spring break time up there. And she wanted to go uh, on a trip for spring break. And her mom says, absolutely freaking not. Not going to happen. Shit's been wild. No. Uh, so she does what the children do. And she then pivots to Chad tries to get Chad to okay it. Chad says, no way. Don't even don't even think about it. So that's just kind of like the climate as to what was going on in April. Things weren't good. Teenage rebellion, that kind of stuff. Um, apparently, the, the place to go for spring break, if you lived in Chile, New York, and you were a Ute. Jersey Shore. <laughs> it's going to blow your mind. West Virginia Riviera, my friends. Myrtle Beach mm. for that. I guess that was the closest beach that in the springtime would have warm enough weather for them to to be out, you know, mm. on the beach. And uh, so the kids would drive there in droves. Uh, I Google mapped this appears to be drive. about 13 and a half yeah. hours each way, um, which I just it surprised me that they're like, oh, yeah, all the all the Rochester suburb kids go to Myrtle Beach and I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. Um also, Raymond, how familiar are you with Myrtle Beach? Not particularly. It's probably been I think I was like 13 when I went last. Mm-hmm. Gonna be going in June though. Hey. Well the yeah. county that it is in is H O R R Y. How you figure you pronounce that, buddy? Hori. Right? <laughs> Hori County? Is that someone's gonna tell us <laughs> I don't we know, did we but... did that wrong. Probably like Ori. Yeah. Oh, the no, it's definitely, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard <laughs> for sure. Definitely. Hori. Hori, hori, hori I mean, if you dare at spring break, it's probably pretty hori. Yeah, word. <laughs> Indeed. Word. That's why we're leaving Chi-Lai. You know, the only time <laughs> I went there to Myrtle Beach was for my senior week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. A lot of horn going on. <laughs> let me tell you what. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe uh, you cross paths with this girl. I could have. Uh, I was. You were a little older. I was in law school. Oh, oh okay. Wow. <laughs> when this happened, so um, man, that made me feel old. Um, you should be me. Uh, well, fair, <laughs> fair point. Yeah. So, um, 
so yeah, her parents were not going to let her go. Uh, so she decides to pull some Ocean's Eleven style shit. <laughs> nice. So, listen, to, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to like say bad things about her because I think this is cunning. Okay, and uh, so she was pretty gal, as I said, and she'd been on again, off again with old John Boy. So she started getting telling dudes that she was going to go to the prom with them. Dudes, plural. Okay. Because uh, there was, she was in demand. And then she was like, yo, we're getting a limo, but we're going to need, we're going to need half up, you know, half of the, the cost of the limo. We need to put a down payment down. So I'm going to need some scratch. And she started collecting from so these she's dudes. she's hustling people. She is. She's straight. For spring break money. Hustled spring break money. Then she did the the age old mom. I'm going to stay with Tina for spring break. Who Some lives? Some of us might call town. that false pretenses. Yes, right? indeed, indeed. Uh, but let me tell you, it worked. Um, she stole these dudes' money, <laughs> and she gave her parents the slip, and she went down to Myrtle Beach, not with friends. Here's what's really interesting, and I think it speaks to where she was at in her life and what was going on in her life at the time. Is that these weren't her ride or die homies you know it's not like the friend group is going none of her friends were allowed to go to myrtle beach either she's riding down with what are labeled as acquaintances some gals like three three or four gals and some of them brought their boyfriends um she didn't really know these girls very well or their boyfriends um but she pulls off this houdini you know like a, a thinking i i don't know i don't want to put things in there but i just think that she wanted to escape. She thought that going to Myrtle Beach would make her feel better and make her happier and that she wanted to do it. She seemed to pull out all the stops to make it happen, to get there, uh, regardless of the fact that her boyfriend didn't go, her homies didn't go, and she's just she's going to Myrtle Beach with these acquaintances. And she's surely going to be in trouble when she gets back. Yeah, right. I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. If, if her it, parents if find it pillows and make her blankies. Well, no. She told them that she was staying with a friend in in out like in rochester area like that i'm just gonna like stay over here at tina's right. spot but for like a week and not talk to you at all right oh no she was talking to him she oh, was talking to her parents oh yeah just talking to her parents the keeping the ruse alive yeah right. yeah so you got, she, you got your friend in the back honey dinner's ready that's right <laughs> come on girl oh and even so and ultimately she talks to her mom uh on the phone one time and says they're going that okay they're gonna go now they're gonna go to the beach that's what she tells her mom and apparently that's what they call, you know, the lake up there that they'll go if it was a it was a unseasonably warm day. And her mom thought that she was at the beach in, in Rochester. And uh, after she petitioned her to go to Myrtle Beach, she yes. was like, no, she probably is. the one." I want to say there's a lot of hindsight going on with these parents <laughs> uh, that that shakes things. And plus, I mean, here's the thing. If you hustle dudes to get the money to go do this trip, this ain't your first rodeo. I'm feeling like these parents should have been a little suspect about yeah, this right, from right. the jump. This is, you know, you know what your girl's doing. So uh, while she's at Myrtle Beach, she is in nearly constant text contact with John, the boyfriend. John knows where she's at and what's up. Um, and it is apparent to John that this situation immediately starts to deteriorate it turns into a mean girls clicky kind of situation down there she's incredibly unhappy um to the point that she's talking about finding a way 
to come home early. She want that's now her focus. Is her focus is home, trying girl. to find a way to get home right because she can't stand these girls no more. How come? Um, how come Boo thing didn't go with her? I mean, he had responsibilities. He was doing stuff. Oh, okay. And and, and or didn't get permission and wasn't. Oh, oh you fair know, enough. That you is know true. what I mean. We're children. So, um, now apparently because this is not just the West Virginia Riviera, uh, it's also the Rochester Riviera. She meets and sees people down in Myrtle Beach that she knows from school, including a Peter Brozowitz, <laughs> old Pete. And Petey Brozowitz is acting as a club promoter in Myrtle Beach. I don't know if this is for the week, I reckon. I I don't know. With his 17-year-old ass. At, 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 <laughs> club, at club Kryptonite. Um, I'll be on that kryptonite. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> indeed. And so, um, old girl, Brittany, with the two E's, finds herself not spending time with the mean girls that she came down with. She's with spending Bratwurst. more time with Bratwurst over okay. here and his homies. He's got some bros with him. He came down full bro squad. Now, there is like a main strip, Ocean Boulevard, in the Myrtle Beach uh, and the the bro squad is at a hotel called the Bahaba Hotel. Okay, which is 1.5 miles away from where the Mean Girls is at at the Blue Water Resort, also on the uh, Ocean Boulevard in Demurda Beach. So uh, that she finds herself spending more of her time over here uh, with the boys at the Bahaba. Now. She's texting John, blah, 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 blah. She's going to try to uh, ride out this this evening. You know, that she's there. It's April 20-something or another. I don't know. I didn't write it down. Uh, but she's miserable. She's unhappy. Uh, and she's, she's fixing to go home the next day is what she wants to do. And she has walked the 1.5 miles from the Blue Water to the Bahaba to the boys. And she's in there hanging with the boys before they're going clubbing or something like that. Whatever you do. Pre-gaming. Yeah. Um, and she's getting texts from the mean girls. And I don't remember which mean girl it is. I'm going to call her Tanya. Tanya's like, <laughs> Brittany, what are you wearing? And Brittany's like, I'm wearing, I'm wearing them black shorts that were apparently Tanya's. Oh, and shit. Tanya's like yeah bitch i need those for the club you best come back and she's like what i just got here and tanya's like bitch bring me my shorts right now and um so Brittany is upset and she leaves the bahaba uh heading back toward her hotel that she had just walked from uh because these mean girls are mean girling her to death now a lot of shit gets thrown at these mean girls for being this nasty but i I'm just saying. You took someone else's you, shorts. You, right. And they're like, right. If you knew they's mean, why are you taking their shit? Right. Yeah, that's yeah, not the greatest idea. Right. First I, of all, you don't girl's... know them and you taking their shit. Yeah. Second of all, you think they're nasty and mean and you taking their shit. Yeah. Maybe you just shouldn't take their shit. Of course, Perhaps. she's a girl who hustled all them boys out their money. Yeah, right. and, you know, I'm, I'm so thinking. Maybe, maybe borrowing some shorts ain't that big of a deal. You know right. I'm just saying maybe decision making isn't high up on her <laughs> list of, of As things. As per usual teenager. Right. But especially her. She seems kind of uniquely it Seems cool gangster. with just stealing from people. Yeah. So um, she's 
texting and she tells her boyfriend what she's doing. I mean, that's it's just it's been described as constant contact via text with John. And then that stops. Um, Amid the walk back. Amid the walk back. It stops. Uh, She does not arrive at the Blue Water Resort. Uh, the girls are uh, now super pissed about these shorts. I was going to say, damn right. he's like, where are my shorts? <laughs> Messed up my outfit, girl. <laughs> my night is ruined. I can't I can't do anything now until yeah. this case is over and they release from evidence. My, yeah, my <laughs> shorts. shorts. Get these shorts they back. Best, they best find the picture. I'm a killer. My shorts. Yeah, I don't right. know what happened to this girl. Let me just point that out. I don't know if she's dead. I don't know what's happening. I just know that girl ain't going to get her shorts. Well, listen. I tell you what, whatever, whatever Miss Brittany was like at the time, it's Brittany, bitch. John seems to be a pretty stand-up guy because John immediately gets concerned when the texting stops and he's texting her. And I'm saying within minutes of the texting stopping, he's like, Bitch, I'm Sear. I will tell your mom where the fuck you if you don't text me back right now, like I'm worried about you. Of course, he gets nothing back. He picks up the phone. He calls mom. He snitches her out. Look, Ma. Sets off all the alarms. Sets off all the alarms. I'm going to tell you, she's in Myrtle Beach. She done hoodwinked you. And she stopped texting me. And I'm concerned. And mom is like, duh, fuck. And um, so what mom does is apparently she knows a dude who's at uh, a Marine base not far. I guess a whole lot closer than Rochester. Um, Lejeune. Yeah, Lejeune. Um He's there in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So she calls him and he's like, bet, gets in the truck. He drives to Myrtle Beach, goes to the police station and files a a missing person report that night for Brittany. Um, So police start their investigation um, by obviously walking, walking the strip area that she had. Horry PD. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Myrtle Beach Patrol Mermaids. Um, (laughs) Holy Sheriff's Department. uh, Actually, it's really interesting. They um, they did not hesitate. It seemed like local local law enforcement were on this shit pretty quick, which in retrospect, I mean, another kid missing at Myrtle Beach on spring break. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Weird. You know, like that there. It's kind (laughs) of like, you know, in in Jaws. You know what I mean? Like that. You don't you don't want the shark in here fucking up tourism. You don't want missing teenage girls fucking up your tourism either. Right. And uh, And, unless unless Garrett's the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you about that? He's self he self cast the movie with office folks. And he was like, oh, definitely be the sleazy mayor who's like telling everybody there's no shark in the water just so we don't lose profit for the weekend. (laughs) It's like, that's the perfect role for you, Bob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He he was spot on with that. Um, So. They not only are they using, you know, local law enforcement type things, which we'll talk about to try to find her um, first and foremost, pinging her phone, you know, and seeing what's good there. Uh, but they call in this lady who I forget her name. I'm sorry. I, but all she does is look for missing persons. She just like stands at the ready and she's got a bunch of search dogs, like a whole outfit. And they just roll up and look for missing people. And they called this lady in like lickety split. And they're like, yo, here's the situation. And they've got. So first things first, the phone. Uh, The phone's last ping was um, a couple hours after last contact with John. 
and it was not in Myrtle Beach anymore. Oh. It was um, 46 miles south of the last place that she was uh, seen. Like, so leaving the hotel, 46 miles south. And, which she is walks fast. Yeah. Yeah. So it became apparent she's no longer uh, no longer on foot. Uh, she is headed south and she's in an area that is on no good. Like the ping is from an area that's described as essentially fucking like prehistoric. Um, and I'll explain why they brought in this group to do this search and they got the dogs and everything else. Part of what they also have were dudes with rifles following the search people who were taking out crocs, snakes, wild boars when they would get in proximity to uh to the searchers. So like, we we in the low country now, we hunt in, it. in the in the swamp. Hunt it. You are in the swamp which is trying to actively kill you. And the woman uh the search person was like, you know, I I've done plenty of searches everywhere. I cannot think of a more inhospitable locale for a search than what we were here. She's like, shots were ringing out like She's like, you could feel the bullets whizzing over our heads, shooting these gators and stuff that we didn't even see. <laughs> so so the phone was taken into Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know how the triangulation works and stuff right, with right, the cell right. tower. So so the last area, yeah, encompassed this this swamp pretty much. Hmm. And uh, they were like, well, shit. So they're out there looking. Um, but aside from the search efforts that are going on based upon the phone, there's also regular investigation stuff. So they're talking to the mean girls, you know, they're, they're looking at their phones, all this other kind of stuff. They go to talk to the boys at the Bar Harbor. What's up, Pete? Oh, they ain't there. Not only are they not there, they the sausage fest has left. The sausage fest checked out at 0100 hours and went back to New York. Oh, well, that's pretty sus. Indeed. Indeed. Would, would thought, you call, would you they, call my man Bratwurst? Yeah, Bratwurst. I Bratwurst thought he and had company? To, I thought he had to, sausage fest. Yeah, yeah, I thought he had to promote <laughs> shit at the uh, Kryptonite. But my man changed now, his mind. Now he's he's gone back wheels up to New York. Indeed. And at one o'clock in the morning is when they checked out of the hotel. That seems perfectly normal. Yep. Um, I mean, you want to drive at night. You want to not hit all the traffic. That's you know true. What I'm saying? You you. They they did something. <laughs> yeah, right. they did something to this girl. So uh, Tanya ain't never getting her shorts back. <laughs> yeah, those shorts are long gone. Um, so another thing they did: uh, young girl who seemingly vanishes from the strip. Uh, you do what you do. You start looking around, see if you got any sex offenders around, right? Um, so they did have a sex offender uh, that they had some interest in, but he wasn't like. Close, close to the Myrtle Beach area, but he did get on their radar, uh, and his name was Ray. Oh no, mm. Ray Moody. Uh, mm. And they they looked Ray into Ray, the rapist, and they were like, "Yo, yo, yo, Ray, what was you? What was you doing the other night when this pretty little white girl went missing?" And he said um, he was out of town or something like that. He wasn't around, uh, but he had done time in another state. I want to say for raping a nine-year-old girl. Ooh. 17's um, a little outside his area yeah, of interest if right. he's Yay. hitting them nine-year-olds. Um, let me ask you another question. Yeah. We're on a very uh, 
it seems like there's lots of businesses and hotels and yes. things on this particular boulevard. Yes. Did they look at any cameras yes. from these establishments to see if they could see old girl? Yes, they did. Um, so first they have the camera of her leaving the Bahaba. Um, so they see her walking out from those interior cameras. See, uh, girl, she was bringing your shorts back. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> she was trying. And, uh, Unfortunately, they said a lot of the other business cameras, they also had traffic cameras on this route, um, but they said a lot of the uh, business cameras were not focused out toward the road, but they did find one. And so they were able to see she had made it. Um, I want to say it's like close to halfway at least. And they did have visual confirmation of her traveling in the right direction on the sidewalk, you know, doing the thing. And then that was the last sighting that they had of her. Hmm. Um, so they know she had at least partially made it. Um, so this is all goings on, um, April is when she, April 25th, I want to say is when she disappeared of 2009. Um, there's a big hubbub about it. They're on the news everywhere they can. The mom and, uh, no, not Chad, just the mom moves ultimately to Myrtle beach and just drives around. It's really sad, but she just does not stop uh, looking for Brittany with two E's. Um, the feds get involved, uh, which comes up again later. Uh, they get Nick Mech involved. They uh, over the years. And because this goes on over the Nick years Mech would be the national center for missing and exploited children. Yeah. And shout out because they're dope. They are. Um, yeah. They're pretty bad. Yeah. Certified, certified, uh, they do a lot of great work for the children's and um, worth every tax dollar that is given to them. Word. So uh, what Nick Mac ends up doing a couple years down the line is they do one of those uh, updated, you know, sketches. Here's what she would look like, yada, yada, yada. And, and they they try to do their thing. Uh, but so no shorts, no, no shorts. Um, Damn. So she looks oh, so hot I, I can't shorts. even I mean, they were good looking shorts. <laughs> I want to say they were just like black booty shorts too. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't even anything special. Um, Clurb shorts. Man, I can't read my note right there. <laughs> I wish I knew what that said. Oh, oh, I can read it now. Uh, is that I put, I don't think there was like geofencing in 2009. I think like, you're right. You I know, like the right. way we could do it now. I mean, it's still, there's a lot of hurdles with yeah, warrants, warrants and, and, yeah. and, and running through that. But geofencing's badass though. It's sort of, it, I wish we could use it more than we can. Thanks, Constitution. Um, yeah. Congress. But so essentially you have we have the ability law enforcement has the ability now if judges okay it to look at a certain area at a certain time and be able to say whose cell phones were in this area at this time which in a situation like this if you could narrow it down who was in that swamp though right well i'm just saying before that like before she's abducted like who's within i know it'd be a lot of people right oh, but yeah. but you start busy... but you start working down that list you start working down that list. I mean, it because everybody's got a phone in their pocket, whether they're committing crimes or not. Um, anyway, but I don't think they could do that in uh, the year of our Lord, 2009. So uh, next little thing. So people, people just keep on keeping on. Everybody's keeping on keeping on trying to find this girl. There's rumors everywhere. There's rumors that she was seen at a bus station, getting on a bus. Multiple people said they saw her on a bus going somewhere. Um and, you know, she had like some kind of like troubles at home. So there was like this counter narrative going that she, you know, like they always do that. they yeah. Maybe they ran away, you right. know, family and, you know, everything's immediately like, no, um, 
she just abruptly stops texting John. Uh, so in June of 2010, so a little bit more than a year later, a 37-year-old man named Timothy Sean Taylor is arrested for attempting to kidnap a 20-year-old female in approximately the same location that uh, Brittany was last seen mm. on whatever boulevard, on the main strip in Myrtle Ocean. Beach. Uh, the victim... Ocean Avenue. Yeah, Yellow whatever card. it is. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the victim picked him out of a lineup um, and said he was one of the two dudes that hopped out of a van and tried to abduct her and throw her into the van, that she fought them off and ran away. Um, and so he was charged with that attempted kidnapping um i'm gonna use this moment to point out this was a cross-racial identification of mr taylor and mr taylor's not a saint don't get me wrong um but turns out he was they were able his lawyer apparently was able to find surveillance video footage in another town at the time of the attempted uh wasn't uh, me right Attempt the attempted kidnapping that showed that Mr. Taylor was in fact in the other town, uh, and the charges were ultimately dismissed. But you ever seen that doc? Or it's a documentary on Netflix where it's like this dude I think got charged with a murder out in California, mm -hmm. and his alibi was he was like, "No, I swear to God, I was at the Dodgers game," and they were like, "Okay, well, can anybody back that up?" And he's like, "No, I forget what happened. Like, he got a." random ticket on a Tuesday after mm -hmm. work and just went down and was like, oh, I'm going to watch the angels play or the Dodgers rather. And, uh, he's at, he's at the ballpark and he's got, he doesn't have the, the, the stubs. He doesn't have anything. I guess he paid his cash from a scalper or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they just so happened to be filming an episode of, I think it was curb your enthusiasm where Larry David went to a game mm -hmm. and he actually did it for the show. And in some shot where they pan out and show the crowd, dude was there no way and that was how he was know, proved to... his alibi it wasn't me dang yeah, similar yeah not not a school but you yeah know. but but similar but but here's the problem so the news stations the newspapers all that they all jumped at hey britney drexel is still missing a year later this broad gets attempted abduct you know right it's here blah, 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 and it's him and that's yeah. in the yeah well his dismissal didn't seem to didn't seem to make it into the news cycle as much right <laughs> well that's not sexy uh it is not so um let's see underneath all this i want to just say that the police appear to still be working this case like it, it doesn't it's cold but it doesn't stop uh in 2011 they execute a search warrant at an apartment uh so we're two over two years past that um, and at that point it was nearly 50, it was all, it was the 47th search that had been executed trying to find evidence about this girl. 47th search warrant in executed two and a half years. In, yeah, they work in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one happened to be the apartment that in 2009 was occupied by your friend Ray Moody. They didn't find nothing. They didn't find nothing. But they still looking at Moody. They're looking at him sideways on this. Um, he's a bad man. Uh, in 2012, in fact, law enforcement are questioned. You know, I, I think it's like anniversary time, you know, when it comes up and it comes back in the news cycle again and the people are asking questions. And they're like, yeah, 
we don't have any official suspects. You know, like they rank them. You got suspect, but person, person of, interest. of interest. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we got some persons of interest. The one still on top is Ray Moody, is what they're saying. They're saying Ray's still their number one. Uh, and here's why. When they initially asked Ray Moody about what he was doing, and he was like, I was out of town. Well, the day after old girl went missing. I was out of town, 46 miles south in that swamp. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the day after old girl went not missing, with her, though. They, somebody pulled him over. He had police contact in Surf, Surf City, Surf something or another. Uh, very close to Myrtle Beach. So he and he had said that he had been out of town and stayed out of town. But it, the day after her abduction, it turns out he was lying. He was he was in Surfside Beach. That's it. Surfside Beach. So. So they keep looking at him because why are you lying? Right. Uh, but also in 2011, they decide to talk to his girlfriend because Ray's girlfriend is named Angel. So they talk to Ray's girlfriend, uh, Angel. <laughs> Uh, and her her last name is V A U S E, Voss, maybe like cause yeah. Voss. Yeah, maybe. Um, and she is telling them some interesting things. Um, she's like, yeah, I don't know where he was that day. I don't know what was going on with that. Um, but he, I know he's a sex offender. I know, and he's a weird guy, and he's into some weird shit. He always talks. He has these fantasies about abducting girls and taking them to the woods and kind of using them up and says he sees them not really as people. They're more like toys for him and that Jesus. he would do all these things to them. But she's his girlfriend, though. Yeah. And that he has these fantasies and these, you know, these things. And and uh, but he, he talks she about his no fantasies. No, 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 no. That's different. Uh, well, actually, love me. Uh, she I said can't. she was scared of him at times uh, and that he would say uh, she said, well, sometimes he does things to me. And I think, well, it's better that he does them to me than someone else, I reckon. Um, uh, and allegedly, girl, you need some help, right? Yeah. Allegedly, you, he they said, need to give her some phone numbers. I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> apparently he had threatened her before that he could make, I'll make you disappear like that Britney bitch. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, so the law is looking at him hard. Um, and you will disappear as she did or as I made her. You know mm, what I'm saying? Right. Like mm -hmm. there's two ways you can take that. Yeah, but yeah. When you're already, everybody knows they were at least looking at you. You're listed as the person of interest. And then you say something like that. You know what you're saying. Uh, but then in 2016, them gears shift. And the gear shift is our friends, the federal government. The feds hold a press conference in mcclellanville south carolina uh in case you're wondering raymond yes. mcclellanville south carolina <laughs> is if you were looking at a map and you had myrtle beach i'm doing this on a wall for you bro oh sorry yes yeah myrtle ray beach. for everyone for everyone listening ray is looking at his phone <laughs> and not paying a goddamn bit of attention <laughs> to, to, to joe's, joe's episode you no know, I, I i got a i got a psychosexual in a case tomorrow just came through i wanted to see what the conclusion was <laughs> joe is over here on the wall I, like i am pointing, pointing on the a wall. pointer and it just earth to me okay all right <laughs> so in myrtle beach is right y'all uh-huh and then uh you know down here is where the ping was okay you know that ping um 
which the ping down now, the ping down now, and then down yeah now oh, oh. McClellanville. We're sixty miles south of Myrtle. Okay, now. so we're past the ping. Past the ping. You go in the same direction, but you go past the ping. Um, now McClellanville, South Carolina, has a population of six hundred and one. Days more gators than days people yeah, in right. this location. It sounds like a metropolis, indeed. And the feds have this press conference in McClellanville. And they do that for a reason, because they say, we know what happened, old girl. The feds done figured it out, Cheryl. They figured it out. Do tell. And the feds say that Brittany was abducted from the strip and she was brought down to McClellanville where she was held against her will for days. But she was ultimately killed in McClellanville. And they know this how. Right. They know this. Because an inmate in a facility is doing a debrief and says he knows about that Brittany Drexel girl and I know what happened to her because I sent her and I'm going to tell you what I saw. And he says, inmate says, his name is uh, uh, Taquan Brown. Taquan? Taquan Brown? Uh, He says, I was in McClellanville at the trap house doing trap shit. He said, he said, and I walked this is in. Such a clear picture. <laughs> and he said, the trap house is one owned by uh, uh, the Taylors, the Timothy Sean Taylor variety. Okay. And Timothy has a son who is Timothy. This is Timothy Sean Taylor has a son named Timothy Deshaun Taylor. Okay. Okay. So he's a young man, and uh, so Snitch says, "No, no, no! I'm not Timothy Sean. I'm Timothy, Timothy Duh Sean. Yes. Okay. So uh, Snitch the says, opposite of Sean. You're right. <laughs> I'm a Duh Sean. Duh Sean. D Sean. Yeah. So he says, I'm there at the trap, and uh, I look into this room because I hear some things. He's like, and what I see is all these dudes running train on that missing girl that's been missing for a day or so. Clearly, her." Uh, she seems like incapacitated and they're just, just sex assault left and right on this girl, uh, in this room, in this trap house. He said, uh, while he's there doing his trap shit, buying dope, getting dope, doing whatever, um, he happens to be present when she makes a run for it Uh and she runs out the trailer into the yard. She's taken off. And he says he doesn't see what happens, but he knows Deshaun ran after her, which is how he's referred to. The son is just called Deshaun. Deshaun runs after her and he hears. And then so he doesn't actually see her get shot and killed, but he see he, he hears the shot and then he sees Deshaun drag her to the end of the yard, which turns into swamp and feed her to the gators. Oh, that is the story he, from the snitch. He watched this. So what makes them think he is a reliable source right, of information? Yeah. They find remains hard to. T- oh, no. I mean, they you know, it's search warrant city at that point. They're looking at all these uh, this place. And interestingly enough, sometime thereafter, uh, that trap house, which I don't think had electricity burnt down. Um which everyone thought was a little bit, a little bit sus. Um, 
But they didn't find anything. Indeed. But I mean, if you don't have electricity, you're probably starting some starting fires, fires to do some to... shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... God, Trap House has no electricity. Here's the other thing. Yeah. How are you going to cook your crack? Deshaun? You're an open flame, like I the cavemen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Obviously. It didn't seem to concern uh, the feds, but... It should be noted that Deshaun has a disability and that he's got one arm. Um, they they didn't seem to have any problem with the idea, I guess, that he one arm dragged her, shot her and then blasted dragged her, her and then holstered it in the nub. <laughs> and then with the free hand, he dra- dragged her into the swamp. Like, I, that's that's I mean, a good point. But I, I holsters think holsters are a thing. Though. Then they are. They are. Waistbands are a thing. They Shit, are. you've seen enough people. Well, that's true. And 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 I'm not saying that a one-armed man is incapable of shooting someone. Sure. Oh, you've seen The Fugitive? Word. Word. Yeah, you're right. Word. The one-armed man killed but, Dr. Kimball's wife. Mm-hmm. You, but he's also a slight gentleman. And so then there were some questions being raised by some people of like, how did he work in concert with his father to abduct her? Because remember the allegation that had come up that nobody really seemed to care about the fact that it got dismissed. But he had he an in, alibi. Nobody seemed to worry about that, right? But there were two dudes well, jumping out of a van. There were multiple, right? Right, and right. well, maybe one of them, maybe it was a father and son. You think she'd notice one of them didn't have an arm? All great questions. All great questions. Uh, if you're in the kidnapping business and you got one arm, people are probably going to identify you by the fact that you don't have an arm. Yeah, probably. Probably. But well, who is back to the who is Mr. Brown? He just that the they guy. think his information is in any way reliable. Well, I tell you, I'll tell you what he did. What he did. Well, and, and he may have given good information in another case and then just tried to milk it and add this to get I mean, to true. get that good good. Um, but I'm he, not saying he doesn't have reliable information about right, anything. Right. I mean about this. Well, you know, and they're like, well, hey, the phone was moving south. I, I don't. Sure. I don't know what else they There's really. There's lots of stuff south. Other than I think they really liked these tailored dudes for it, because of this prior charge, and I, I don't know. It 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 doesn't taste well. And I'll tell you. Yeah. I think it's um, a little convenient. The dad. The dad did catch a apparently legit robbery charge. He was a getaway driver, uh, and and did time for that. They charged. So the getaway driver was the one with two arms, and the dude who was the snatcher had one. That don't seem to make a whole lot of sense to I'm, me. I'm, I'm telling you, well, they never the snatch job. They never well, we seemed to find. Deshaun was part of the uh, robbery. No, he wasn't. Deshaun no, wasn't part. But of I'm the saying, robbery. if it was father son who scooped her up, right? You're gonna have the right. wheel man be be the dude with two arms. Also, you want to hear how he lost his arm? Interesting story. He had an arm. Had an arm till he was four. Oh, I was gonna say I didn't. Oh, I didn't even know that Deshaun had an arm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Deshaun had was, an arm, and he lost it at the age of four years old. I thought it was older. I was gonna say like a sawmill accident. No. He uh he came he was running around in the yard and sawmill. the family <laughs> straight to sawmill. The family are uh, bro. <laughs> are um into into cars and they have a bunch of old cars around the house, you know, like lawn Did decoration. Did one fall off a jack or something? Yeah, fell off a lift. He had the <sighs> engine. They had hoisted an engine. Oh, no. And he thought that the hoist was cool and he was going to hoist his bike on oh, that no, baby. and he hit the thing and the it dropped and it just it ugh. dropped the engine onto his arm oh that's terrible yeah really unfortunate four years old god yeah bless. yeah mm. um that's gruesome yeah terrible um uh, but he um you know he gets so 
he's charged with um, something small. I can't remember what it is, but they go in and they Mirandize him and they're going to talk to him about, uh, you know, because he's just been charged with, I don't know, whatever's like obstructing or something like that. And they're just asking him about this, about Brittany Drexel and all this stuff. Um, surprisingly, he there's never any charges uh, brought in relation to the Brittany Drexel uh, thing. They just, you know, murder him in the press, put on this press conference. The but feds how do. How is surprising if they have no evidence? Yeah, it's not. It's not surprising. That was hmm. uh, uh, unfortunate. But... Meanwhile, while the feds are doing their thing with the press conferences about gators and trap houses and gangbangs, the police are still working. Hori? Hori police mm-hmm. are still working. Can't stop And these not only uh, that, they, they get back. Now we're talking, we're in our super fast forward machine. Uh, 2022. Damn. Oh. Okay. Still working. We talked about working a minute ago. To the point that they bring... They talking to Angel again. It's like spoiler alert. They solved it three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so but go, but go. They start talking to Angel. They're giving her more interviews, and she agrees to get wired up oh. and talk to Old Boy. Now, I don't know what happens in that conversation with Old Boy while she's wired up, but it is enough for them to get another search warrant for Ray Moody's current spot. They go in, they execute the search warrant. I have to think. Did they find the shorts? He does. Oh my God. It's the booty shorts. Taylor, you going to get them back, girl. Uh, <laughs> you you going to wait, wait till we done with this trial, but you going to get them back. It's Tanya. Tanya going to get them. <laughs> That's not back. even her real yeah, name right. either. Um, but <laughs> apparently. Right. That's the wrong fictitious <laughs> name. the wrong fake name. He does something, I reckon, during the execution of this search warrant to earn himself an obstructing charge. And he gets hooked on the obstructing and they bring him in for the obstructing and Ray Moody confesses to the abduction and murder of Brittany Drexel on a on a obstructing arrest. This sounds this sounds curious. I, I'm so, not sure I'm sold. <laughs> Look, uh, man, we got you on jaywalking. OK, I killed her. So, I killed so mind that girl. You, so mind you, during her, I killed her. I fed her oh, in the game. I, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot, I forgot. So Angel's debrief prior to the wire, she uh, she's giving more information and, and making making Raymond look guilty and, and agreeing to wear this wire. But she still at that point denies ever seeing Brittany Drexel. OK, so keep that in mind because Angel. She about to be implicated. Angel, she's not in reality. And it pisses me off because Angel needs to go to jail. <laughs> um, but so based upon. OK, yeah, yeah. So he he confesses and they're like. Hey, you know, confessions are great. It's good for the soul. We know you did this. We we've been knowed you did this. Um, give us something. And he's like, "All right, come on." And he takes them to a location, points at the ground. They get out shovels. They find a skeleton. DNA tests confirm that is Brittany Drexel's body that he takes them to. So, uh, this is that happens in May. May of 2022. Um, Ain't even been a year. So. Yeah, for real. Then. uh, Here's his confession. Yes, please tell me about it. I would love to know. Here's what he says happens. He says. That he and Angel. Were quote. People watching on the strip. In Myrtle Beach. That they saw the victim. 
and pulled over and said something akin to, hey girl, you want to blaze? Maybe, maybe do some lines? And that she allegedly says, sure thing, and gets in the car with them willingly. That they then take her from Myrtle Beach, the strip, down to... Uh, to the Taylor Trap House! No. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> to a campsite in Georgetown, which is uh, about it, kind of near where that ping was going off. Okay? okay. To a campsite down there, again, voluntarily, that she smoked some marijuana, and he, dude thought... Well, after I'm gonna get her blazed up a little bit, and then I'm gonna shoot my shot. He wasn't. He says I, I was looking to. I was looking to maybe her and angels here. I'm thinking the two of these maybe get some weird, cool, little threesome <laughs> at the campsite because a really attractive 17 year old would want to. A- anyway, uh, so he says that Angel had to leave to go take her son some keys or something like that, and that mm. when Angel left, he took it upon himself then to shoot his shot. And that she was like, no. And that he was like, well, this is happening. And so he describes that he sexually assaulted her using threats of violence. uh, And that afterward, he said, you know what? I did a lot of time in prison and I don't want to go back there. So he says that he strangled her to death uh, that, that very night of her abduction, that he strangled her to death. That he wrapped her in a blanket and hid her body in the bushes. And then when Angel came back, he was like, yo, her friend came and picked her up. Uh, And so then they ended up leaving later. uh, And while she was asleep or something like that, he drives back from his apartment in Georgetown to this campsite area, picks up the body, takes it to the third location and buries the body all without Angel knowing anything. Yeah, which is absolute bullshit. bullshit. Why would she have not texted John if she had gotten in a car with those two people and still had the ability to do so? If she voluntarily got in the car. There's no way. And here's the thing. After he makes this admission and he's arrested, then Angel gives another proffer. Now, she's been talking. Her last proffer prior to his arrest. She she denied. I never seen that bitch. After he's arrested. Now she's seen her. Now, now. They have the same story now or similar versions of it Mm. that she was with him, blah, blah, blah. But that she left. She had to leave the campsite. And it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. She was abducted in that car. And I think Angel lured because historically, right? You You see this with the hitchhiker. You trust the female. A girl's not going to get into a car with a guy alone, but she'll get into the car if there's an accomplice, a female. I think she agreed whether whether she was what. Angel, I think, agreed to be his wingman on this and that they were going to scoop up somebody. She knew about his fantasies going to the woods and using And I I think she was an accessory before the fact and that she helped this son of a bitch. And she knew exactly. And she may have stayed, stood there and watched him kill this girl. She may have held her down. I think she was absolutely involved. And she's not been charged. Not been charged. She, the statement that she gave, the last one, came through I mean, a proffer, which was apparently given some form of immunity. They can prove she did it. They could probably demonstrate that Bish had lied clearly before. But, I mean, do you have the proof? You can know she did it. Right, we can't prove but it. But you got to prove she did yeah. it. So, uh, so, so let's just all let's softball let's just all know she did it. We right all know now. she did it. <laughs> right. And, and that's, okay, so that's a reality of, of this kind of work, right? Should there are times hey. when you know what happened. 
But knowing it and being able to prove it are two different things. And sometimes you can't prove it. But I just think. Yeah, knowing is only half the battle. If Remember she, that. <laughs> if she, here's my thing. The phone though, the phone, you hit it right on the head. She did not get in that car voluntarily. But now you have both of these people admitting that they were together and got her in that car and were with her that night. And she drove 46 miles having texted her boyfriend so like every minute. And then all of a sudden she doesn't. Is that not enough for a kidnapping charge? What's the point of driving in, you know, probably an hour to smoke weed? Right. And and she wanted she was going to get these shorts back. She was going to a location. She's not going to get in a car more than halfway there and voluntarily peace out 60 miles or however for 40 miles south. Not going to happen. And if she does, she's going to communicate with John. I was going to say, if she, I don't take it out of the, I mean, maybe she did say, well, let's go do some drugs together. Because mm-hmm. it seems like, like you said, she's making lots of bad decisions. Mm-hmm. But she's not going to stop texting John. No. That's the thing. Not going to. Not going to. And, you know, this girl flirted around with telling the police in 2011. Right? She she just all the, a decade plus that this family had to continue to suffer and not know. And then you've got the Taylor's stuff popping off. And now in the public eye, the Taylor's, this whole family is guilty of human trafficking and, and murder, rape and rape and rape and and murder by gator and all this stuff. They robbing people, but they ain't raping. There's a line. Yep. (laughs) And morals. Exactly. I was going to say, even criminals got that code. And I'm just, to me, and you know what though? It sounds like the, um, the, I read an article where the prosecutor was pretty much like, she ain't been charged. She gonna slip. Through. I ain't happy about none of this. Like, I, I think she is not truthful. I think they are both uh, trying to reduce her culpability to keep her out of trouble. I don't believe any of it. I believe I know what happened and that she is much more involved, but I'm not there yet. That's pretty much what old boy said. Yeah. And, I mean, what more can you say? And and what, and really at this point, what more can Right. You do unless, no unless she has over the years, if she's gotten to drink and she's fessed up to somebody, right. if she's told yeah, a she confidant. And the other thing, too, is like, how did they get their story on the same page like that? If they're both sticking to the same bullshit narrative, but he was locked up. I mean, they got jail calls like somehow they got on the same page. I, they've been up. I don't know if they were still together. Or if they've had all these years of like, this is how it'll, it's going to go down or, you know. Oh, if they've had all these years. Then well, yeah, I guess. But no, I don't, down, I don't buy that. Or it could, I, I, I don't think it could have even from the jump. Like he's the sex offender. He's been in trouble for, look, if I go down for this, like, I'm going to keep I'll you at a distance. Heat, I'm going to yeah. take this for you because you did this for me because it was going to turn me on to have my girl here with me while I snuff out this uh, young pretty girl. So, um that's yeah. Crazy. So, and, and this is a case. Obviously, Ryan Angel be fucked up. Yeah, yeah they right? do. They do. <laughs> um, this is a case that I was super intrigued by uh, during COVID when I got on to listening to true crime, and I just thought, like, the whole right. Don't forget about uh, uh, Captain uh, 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 freaking Bratwurst, right? Yeah. That whole weird thing. You're like, ooh, was it him? Yeah, they just left at one what, o'clock in the morning. Was it the one armed man the traffic? to beat the traffic, bro? Was it was it the one armed man? Was this a family thing? Is there any legitimacy to this trap house thing? And well, the house burned down. That's kind of weird. And then and then come to find out, it all circles back. It all circles back to the sex offender in the neighborhood. And a lot of people, specifically defense counsel and, and otherwise, talk a lot of shit about about the why you the registry sex and yeah. all this other kind of stuff. And and I get it. I get it. it there's a certain part of it is. You do your crime, you do the time, 
And then, you know, but but with a sex offense, you have this scarlet letter on you forever. Right. And it's like, but do you know why? Here's Research. Why. <laughs> research and shows that study a lot of these dudes and behavior patterns yeah. have taught us yes they're not like other offenders yep yep and this guy and and actually in his statement uh it, so he pled um he pled in october oh, of 2022 he pled already guilty. got a did mm-hmm. kidnapping and uh a, a sex offense in there and murder and life without he is he has been sentenced and all and he said he apologized to the family or whatever and he said you whatever. know i thought i thought doing i was like i did a lot of time in i think it was in california it's like, it like and i thought i thought that would work i thought that that would stop me from doing the stuff again and turns out it didn't uh, i did bad things i'm gonna do bad things i'm just gonna stay here now <laughs> and um and off he goes until he dies. But well, hopefully, some evidence she comes up that she that she you know catches a charge too. And yeah, no evidence gonna come up. I, there's not. No, probably let's, not. He's let's gonna, be realistic. He's yeah. gonna take that to the grave. But maybe, like Joe said, she'll get she'll get uh, loose lipped at the bar. Get caught or maybe she has. I mean, it's been. I was gonna say it's been so many years. Uh, oh. But uh, if. I don't know. So that you know, I'm a I'm a visual guy. That's that's our that's our girl. Shortly before, uh, she's a cute little thing. Yeah, yeah, she's spunky. And of course, you look at look at that guy. All oh, the, all, all these pirates, man! Oh my god! All these pirates. You need a patch for that eyebrow. Look at okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does Angel look like though? Oh, that's a good question. Angel, V A U S E. Do I have some images of you? Yes, I do. Murderer at Ooh, large. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you a killer. Look at those fake eyelashes. <laughs> oh wait, is that mom? <laughs> I feel like that's mom. <laughs> you just you just like insult our poor girl's yeah. mom. I'm sorry, I didn't. Hasn't she lost this... enough? Look at this homicidal woman. Based yeah, on no, that, that oh, was man, that's mom. That was mom. That was mom. I, that's I think that's her. Right here. She got. That's that's Angel. Right I, there? I believe so. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Is she, a nurse? She, she on she a nurse on LinkedIn. She looked like she's. Yeah. How her, you like going in living her best life, having her take your blood pressure. Girl. Well, that was an interesting one. So where where'd you where'd you find that one? So, like I said, I I was Maybe aware was of it on the internet one and day. Then, like, well, where'd I was, you find uh, it? Uh, my girl's the morbid podcast oh, is where I okay. first heard it, and then um, I saw, I thought about doing it for the podcast, and so a little research is like, oh snap, they got the guy. Um, which was cool. So it was a nice little. I was like, well, now maybe it's time. Now that we know who done it, we can throw it up there because it, it does seem like South Carolina been working. Uh, the Myrtle Beach Mermaids been working this case. Yeah, dude, Horry County, they're not playing. They, they, they were mess not around. giving up. Nope. Um, and you know it's shitty that that's what ha- happened. You know there was nothing they could do, but they put in a lot of hours. Hey, we years and years of not giving up. We that's, don't let cases go cold. That's right. Down here, it's too hot in the south. That's right. We don't let the cases go cold. Um, yeah, more low country drama. Um, I tell you what, between that and the the murder, there's a lot going on down there. 
You got to do that one, man. I've been avoiding all I'm news you, articles. I, I, don't, I don't think I can do it because you said you was going to do it. I know. It. I think I'm going to back out. I don't think I can do it. I, it's just, there, I, there's so I have much. spent all this time not reading any Same. news. I know. I know. But that's because there's you so said much you was going to do it. There's the, so much the coverage effort involved in avoiding. Yes. It and and been, the prosecutor's podcast is on episode eight of it. They're going to be way more thorough than I am. I. Mm. Those cl- those chumps. I know. I know they're chumps, but they're thorough chumps. We're more very fun. thorough. We yeah. are. We are. Um, I mean, and we're hey, my... if they do eight episodes, you you do one and drop the ball. Well, damn it. That's why we do two. <laughs> we come back. We do it another one. And wherever we fumbled, we just pick it right back up. Uh, all right. I'll pray on it. Uh, I'll think about doing Murdoch. Uh, Cheryl, you got one coming soon. I right? do. Yeah. Uh, I I have one that's this going to be ready for us to record next week. Excellent. It nice. was. Well, and, and shout out to the Patreon, to the homies. Uh, if you are a homie, you know that you're listening to this first, probably. Um, and thank you all for everything yeah, that thanks, you do. Thanks, homies. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And thanks, Claire Watson. You all right? Yeah. Claire Watson's day four. That's right. <laughs> oh, indeed. Norse Hall. Norse Hall hot sauce. Yeah. You know, West Virginia's oh, hot sauce. so good. They got a website. You can order that online. Yeah. I recommend you do it. Mm-hmm. And they're in the Martins, right? Or it's supposed yes. to be soon. Yes. In the grocery soon stores. We some foodies up in here. We ain't going to steal you wrong. We yeah. will not. We will not. That green, even if you don't like hot stuff, oh, get yes. that green green. Yeah. Sickens, I don't, Look, I don't know any of the names. Norse stuff. It's, it's too much for yeah, me. It's whatever. But just I, I just label them by this yeah, that the green, green sauce. That green. There's that couch burner. It's like Gatorade. You just call it by the color. Give me that blue. Give me that. Yeah. Give me that green green. Um, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, until next time, y'all stay out of trouble. Again, I'm back. Dre, turn up my headphones. That's good. What is that? Good? It's is that, good. Is that good? All right. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Yeah, you don't. You know that song I'm talking about, Cheryl? That Clay Walker joint? No. Live no. until I die. Oh, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Check it out. Yeah. Old school. I don't know what that was. Probably like '96. Bang. Living, living till I die. Mm-hmm. But 96. Dre, turn on my headphones as part. Of- no. <laughs> no. 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 He was saying before that. He said, "I want to. I want. I just." He was like, I'm just out here living and stuff, whatever. And I was like, yeah, live until you live until I die. That that Clay Walker song. You remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. You know that the song? The beg, steal, or borrow. I yeah, just want to yeah, live yeah, until yeah, I yeah. die. Yeah, I know that song. I was like, how does Cheryl not know this? Yeah, that's a great song. <laughs> you know I grew up on that shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, you, what? Come on. I was like, now. you don't yeah. know that song? No, other people might.